Coming up on Talk Mess with Adrian, we talk to Genesis about what titles she has won, what is her major focus at the moment, and why has she not won that EOY title just yet. That and much more on Talk Mess with me, Adrian. Genesis? This is she. Hey, how are you, my love? I am great. How are you? I'm good. I want to welcome you to the first episode of Talk Mess. Um, I'm very excited. I feel uh, yes, so special. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I had to bring on my special friend. Exactly. <laughs> hold on, hold on. My grinder date, because, you know, you had to expose us during EOY, I did. girl. I did. <laughs> Hopefully everyone is still looking for me everywhere. I think that they are. I keep getting uh, people sending me looking for Jen ads every ooh, day. So. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh no, you're it's gonna caught on. It makes me no. Happy. You're gonna gag when you see the website. The way I did it, I I mimicked the whole color scheme of Grinder and everything with your pictures, oh girl. God, when they I check out the it. website, they're gonna gag. So yeah. that makes but me anyways, so happy. So let's get started. Um. First off, tell us how Genesis came to be. I know you told me you've been in the business for about 18 years. Uh, tell us a little yes. bit about that. Well, it was in the summer of 2005. I had actually uh, graduated high school. I had been out of like high school maybe for like three or four weeks even. Um, but I had went to a drag show um, maybe like a month before I graduated. And the very first person that walked out there was like, you know how every high school has like a high school nemesis. Um, <laughs> and it was this guy, even though we grew up like an hour away from um, the club that it was at, he was there and he mm. was in drag. And he was the very first person that walked out there because he had won the amateur contest the week before. And so Ooh. they would like come back and perform the next week. Um, so when he came out there, I can remember thinking, oh my gosh, not this bitch coming out here um, <laughs> doing this when I know I could do it so much better. And then I, that was just on my mind, you know, for um, mm. a couple of months. And then I had been to the shows and uh, he actually, the person that I went to school with, went by the name of Patience Taylor Fox. And it mm. was actually one of Trinity uh, Taylor's first drag kids, actually. Okay. But I had seen her show several times, and Obsidity and Raquel Scott. Those were like the big names in Birmingham at the time when I started. And I was enthralled, and they asked me. Um, they, they kept seeing this little gay boy come with, at the time, I had like my hair like seven inches straight up off the top of my head. Like I had gotten electrocuted. <laughs> um, and doing they that were grunge like, look. That kind of yes, yes, look. yes. I, oh. Well, yes. Do you? Um, well, there was this artist named Ryan Cabrera in like that time frame, and I was in love with him. I thought he had the cutest hair, and so like mm -hmm. all through high school, I had that hair, and it was terrible. Oh, awesome. But um, <laughs> they were like, "Who is this little queen? Who obviously is a baby drag queen coming to all these shows, knowing every word to whatever song we're doing?" And they kind of befriended me, and then um, about a month after 
uh, graduating high school, I was able to do my first show, and it was the Baddest Bitch Contest at the Quest Club, and I competed against 15 other girls, and I won, and I was very All excited. Right. So the genesis of Genesis had begun. So how did that name, though? How did, how did the name Genesis come about, though? Well, there's, it's weird. Um, and people have asked me this so many times, and it comes from two different things. Um, I'm a, I love playing video games, and it's something that me and Chantel talk about all the time, too. But um, the Sega Genesis was the first ever game console that I had. So that's why I used to play. <laughs> no, like, girl, don't tell me. Hedgehog. Do not tell me that you took it from a Genesis no, console, girl. No, no, but no, but so like, you know, like whenever I said the name, mm -hmm. it wasn't like, I would just, people were like, what's your name going to be? And I was like, mm. it's just going to be Genesis. And I never like really thought about why I like had always thought about that name. Mm. But then also there was that um, power lesbian on like the real world Boston and her name was Genesis and I she was blonde her. and yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And so that name I had always thought about, oh, that name can be a name, you know, it is yeah. a name. And um, and then it, the hard yeah. part was trying to come up with the last name, which clearly I, after eighteen years, I just said <laughs> to hell with it she because says, I don't have one. All, so. all it is is got it. All it has to be is just Genesis. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be like Madonna and Cher, just legendary like that. But. Yeah. No. No. I I agree with that. And girl, the branding is easy too. So shoot. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't know. I lucked out with that. I mean, I'm I'm intelligent to an extent, but like I that just worked itself out on its own so i'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this um now talking about you know how you got established in the club running you know in in, in the show that you that you won mm -hmm. who who has helped shape you in the early years of genesis like who was your did, did you have a drag mom did you have a drag dad yeah uh, who, 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 who yeah. were they well, I think we'll like say like you know what well the the early years of me right now we'll say like five years you know mm. for for now like for anybody maybe so um I mean I mentioned um these people whenever I uh, was talking just a moment ago but some of the first people that I saw was Trinity Taylor I mean mm -hmm. she was she's only two years older than I am and so you know she was still very young and new at the time when i was seeing her but i mean a legend is a legend no matter how young they are you know and so yeah. I, I recognize that you know okay. um so she was very inspiring obscenity um her best friend actually was the first person to ever paint my face and so she was my drag mother for a long time and then <clears throat> i think around about a year and a half into it regine phillips um who lives in chicago again right now yeah. um she came along and was kind of like my co-drag mom but the inspiration, the person that the people that I looked up to the most, there were um, there were two as far as like drag entertainers. Whenever I first started, one of them was Raven, uh, oh, National okay. Entertainer of the Year, two thousand and one. Uh, she lived in Atlanta at the time, and Obscenity was her drag daughter, which you know made me like her grandchild. And I was enthralled with the fire act and the feathers and her stage presence. And I literally just she had this greatest hits video. And it was like 30 yes, minutes I remember. Long. I remember that video. <laughs> I watched funny it that every you day. That. You know, I actually, watched it every day. You know, the funny part is that we actually, one of our first major gigs that we did, we actually videoed uh, Raven at, oh my God, what's the name of that show? The car uh, Cabaret in Atlanta. That the had, Starlight Cabaret. 
Yeah, she was with us, and we interviewed her about the Fire Act and the video and mm-hmm. everything. It, it was fun. I actually I enjoyed that time that we actually spent with her and, and interviewed her. So awesome. yes. Yes. awesome. So you said Raven, and who was the, the second and, person? And the other person, the other person would have been Eric Andrews, for sure. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, whenever, like I wasn't, obviously you don't start off as like the show director, but I was put onto a very nice cast that included Affinity, Trinity, Raquel Scott, and Raquel was actually the show director, and she used to always bring in very nice entertainers from all over the country. And mm. the first person that ever told me, they were like, they came in the dressing room and like, you know who you look like? You look like Erica Andrews. Mm. And it was Taj Mahal oh, from Taj. Chicago. Okay. And, um, and and ever since then, like I was like, oh my gosh, like I felt like I was so real, like I had a ride. And then the <laughs> first time that I actually did EOI uh-huh. um, was the year that Erica was giving it up. And I remember like the first time like I encountered her, it was like I was meeting like Michael Jackson, and she was so nice and so sweet. And then like halfway through the pageant, she kind of came through the dressing room talking to everybody and stuff, and she kind of stopped and she said you're the little girl that everyone says looks like me mm. just kind of ha- I just I was like flabbergasted you know but we had that like little interaction we That's got to become cute. friends and you know I, I feel very glad to have known her you know yeah. while she was here no yeah it, it, anyone who did get to meet Erica it was an honor actually to actually be in her presence and also see her perform because she was I mean what everybody understands and knows now she is an icon in our industry yeah so. the be all end all still to this day yeah, for exactly. me so. so all right and let me ask you this what do you think speaking about people like Erica and people who are artists who've become like icons in our industry what do you think has helped them? What skills do you think helps them in, in, in our business um, to be an artist? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like with drag specifically, it's it's kind of neat, too, because we all do the same thing, but we all don't do it the same way, <laughs> you know? And so I think that the individuality that some of these people have, like, whether it be in their personality, whether they're just really fun to hang out with, or they're a great host, or, you know, they're amazing at costumes. Like, they all have their thing that is their, you know, niche that, like, they, like, master. And I think that that specifically is probably what keeps them lasting. And while we, like, look at them and think of them as, like, oh, my gosh, these are the legends, you know? Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, so we'll be, hold on for me just one moment, and we'll be right back. This is Talk Mess, and we have with us today Genesis. Hey, love. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's like, are you still there? <laughs> oh, no. She's not going anywhere for this She's interview. Not going. She's up with her tea, ready to go. All right. So now tell us, what titles have you won? Well, um, obviously, as you know, since I just got back from it, I have competed at EOI several times so there's a magic city entertainer of the year emerald coast entertainer of the year 
Gulf Coast Entertainer of the Year. Jeez, what, uh, well, there's another one. Girl, somewhere. you're so many coasts. Where, where, where are you yeah, at? She's, no, at, I mean, she's a Florida girl. <laughs> yeah, but I've done Continental as well. So I'm abroad okay. with New York Continental. And then if there's something in Alabama that is is a thing, I've done it and won it. So, well, okay. you know, now, you got to win all the ones at your home state, right? No, of course. Yeah. I mean, Hell, you wouldn't be known as Genesis. No, let me stop. Right, you're right. If I wasn't doing something around here, yeah. <laughs> so you spoke about EOY, and yeah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, we we didn't get what we wanted, correct? I know. EOY decided to take a damn Twyla holiday, so I got to wait. <laughs> So that holiday's uh, over, but to you know. the holiday, correct. I know. I know you had mentioned to me that you're you're still focused on coming back uh, for next year. Um, yes, of course. So is that your? Can I say that is that your major focus right now, or is there anything else that you're oh, currently working? Yeah, no, no, no. It's always been, you know, the thing that I wanted the most, and I. You know, when you audition for RuPaul's Drag Race, they always say, like, what is the accomplishment that you've wanted to accomplish in your career um, that you haven't achieved yet? And it's always Entertainer of the Year for me. You know, it really was my first drag dream. Okay. Now, now what do you think is what's been holding you back? What do you – I mean, obviously, the judges saw something uh, in Twyla, obviously, that – For sure. um, You know, that they thought, well – this is her year now what do you think is holding you back what what are some of the things that you think well i could do a little bit better or i mean right the comedian in me of course wants to say we need to ask the judges about that question right (laughs) no but um i mean i don't know i mean don't make me go and on the line we have mocha (laughs) montrees oh my gosh we'd have a whole kiki we just take over the whole whole podcast it'd be amazing um no, so um, I think that, you know, I really believe in, like, the universe just works the way that it works sometimes. And, like, sometimes I might not even know and understand. I mean, and sometimes I don't understand why it may not be mm-hmm. the time for me. But that doesn't mean that, you know, that time isn't coming. It doesn't mean that there's not something else you. for me. You know, I don't, I don't know, really. You know, and I do stress myself out wondering what else I can do um but you know I think staying the course and being the same bright me that hopefully delivers nice clothes and explosive talents will eventually win me the crowd no no and 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 you know full transparency I I work with entertainer of the year and um I I thought your package was great this year uh I I I I you know, you and I, and we're we're going to be very honest here. We talked about your choices of talent and of why you did what you did. Yeah. Um, now that's a question. Even though I don't, I know that's not part of what you and I have done. But the question is, um, why did you choose to do the same talent again this year? I, I'm I've always been curious about that. Yeah. Well, you know, you always have the people that advise you certain ways, you know, and whenever you're really trying to please everybody, specifically, you know, so many members on a judge's panel or whatever, you you listen, <laughs> but, you know, they're like, girl, I know you may not want to do this because I am not, you know, I, I hate repeating mm. things like my least favorite thing in the world. But 
you know, sometimes you, I don't know, you have to just listen to what people are telling you. And, mm-hmm. and some of it worked out and some of it didn't, obviously. But no, no, I, I we, agree. And, and that's something that um, I, I, I was thinking, I was like, she did so well. And then the talent thing was like I loved your your um, um, Adams family. That was awesome. Uh-huh. Although some of the choreography could you know could have been tighter, but it was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, well, well, I hope we don't make that same mistake this year. <clears throat> right. No, it's all good. Right. It's all good. So I me... definitely. Well, let me just say this yeah. before we even go any further. Yeah. Provided that. You know, the world is still existing next July, and I'm alive and well, and everybody's all great. Girl, don't, don't have, say that about Miss COVID. Leave Miss COVID alone. I know, right? I know. I know. Um, it, it, could be a, it could be a longer Twilight holiday if it's the COVID, just that's the fact. <laughs> but um, no, I have a great talent that I really, really, really am looking oh, forward to. Oh, we need to talk about that <laughs> offline, because we don't, we don't want to yeah, give that away. <laughs> <laughs> we, I can't believe it. I already know exactly what I want to do, but I really no, do know. No, and you know what? That's a good thing. You know, I always tell folks that if if you want something, it'll immediately come to you the moment right. and right after you know that you screwed up or something didn't go right for you in your life. Right. It always comes to you, and 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 that's a good sign because I I can tell yeah. you that, that that that'll be something. I know you're going to come harder for it this 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 this, uh, this next. Oh, I know harder than ever before. Oh, Thank girl, you. let's let, let's let, yeah, let's not go Jen for Jen. Let, let, let's keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know that's for the nighttime show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for after hours. But um, after. All right, so let, let's take another little break, and we'll be back. Uh, Miss Genesis, so what do you think you bring as far as value to a system? How do you bring value to any, any like right now, let's, we were just talking about EOY. What can I expect from you if you are so lucky to be crowned next year? Right. Well, first and foremost, you know, and I love the name of the system for a reason. It is Entertainer of the Year, and you would be getting an Entertainer of the Year, you know? Like, I have nice clothes. I have nice energy on stage. I can move a little bit if I feel like it. All of that. But I think what you're going to get from me is, like, you can see someone on stage and then be miraculous, but they're networking and how they are with the people that come to the show, how they are with getting prelims, how they are with keeping people that already own prelims interested and stuff. I feel like I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting, you're getting that person that, I mean, I mean most people are, you know, I mean, I mean, not, you know, not trying to be that way, but I mean, a very likable person that I feel like would be of value in that way. And I can attest to that. I know, I know you and I, we knew each other, but we didn't quite know each other. But it was right. you have a great personality. You definitely uh, very, very outspoken, and that's a good thing. 
um you. and your q a was 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 spot on so <laughs> thank you and that yeah, let me tell you that category uh-huh. terrified really it, it always has yeah i i've had some disastrous ones if we go back and research the videos i'm not going to tell you the years i'll let you do the work if you want to see it don't make me do that my first one oh, it was terrible oh, it was terrible but really? you know we, we learned and we moved on no, I, I know. And, and I'm going to tell you what, and a lot of these girls, especially, I'm, I'm going to say this as being a, a former drag queen and myself in my younger days and competing, mm-hmm. you folks don't really understand how Q&A can mess you up because you're trying to formulate a response and then you hear a girl in the background go, take your time, baby, take your time. Mm-hmm. And you're going... Oh shit, that, that just threw me off. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, right. you got to be, you, you become comfortable after, you know, doing uh, different pageants with the category, but it is something that folks do not understand until you're actually presented with that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, Spotlight's so. right there, and everyone's okay. looking at you, and the judges, <laughs> even if they know you and like you, they're all sitting over there mean mugging you because of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much pressure. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. But like, um, so, question and answer, Genesis. What okay. is your name? And I'm like, my name is the color red. Girl, don't, don't say that because somebody actually I know somebody had that question, and I, I'm like, how can you mess up? What's your favorite color? I'm like, yeah, no. you can mess it up by keep going and keep going. It's like just keep it short, concise, yeah. and sweet. And that's it. Yeah. All right, now. Let me ask you this. In in you know, we have drag race and I think it has opened a lot of doors for a lot of girls. Now, what do you see as an opportunity for a queen, not necessarily being on drag race, but the idea that the world knows drag race now? How do you think that has cha- opened opportunities for queens like yourself or, you know, other girls yeah. that you've seen? Yeah, well, for sure there is residual effects, even if you're not one of the lucky girls that's cast each season. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we feel that when people come out to the shows and they just are coming out because they have seen drag on TV and it looks less scary than it may have in Tu Wong Fu, you know, and they want to come. (laughs) Ooh, you're dating us back to Tu Wong Fu. Whoa, girl! But you know, like Zima Jackson. Oh, I love her. I'm that that character. She was my girl. But anyway, (laughs) so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go back to it. Yeah. But you know, but like what they've seen maybe like in the past while they were like growing up or stuff. I mean, that happened to me too. I never thought that I would have wanted to have been a drag queen until I actually went and saw what drag really was. Mm Because I knew that I was a football player, even though I did in middle school. But I knew I was a football player in like a dress, you know. No, I got you. Um, and that, and not that you can't be, but that just wasn't what I wanted to be at the time. So I was scared of it. And then I went and saw, oh, drag can be this way. It can be this way. It can be that way. And I was like, I can, that one, that category is the me part of it. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have people that come out now and they're not as terrified of it or they're at least curious. So they come and they're normally tipping. And so that's helping the drag queens, you know, further their craft in that way, even alone. I mean, you know, you're able to buy more wigs, more oh, of course, yeah. all the all the extras I mean, that you need. So, 
Right. So, I mean, I'm not mad about any of those girls that get on TV because as long as that show is existing, then it makes what we do less scary to the masses. And I think and it's I love fun, that. though. And I think it's fun because you get Woo! a lot of these straight girls and even straight boys that come with them that come and enjoy themselves and they understand oh, that we're not the scary people. Show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So Well, and I live in a college town. And so, like, where the University of Alabama is. And although mm-hmm. we we have a gay population, we are a smaller town. And so a lot of our business is the straight girls with the occasional straight man that come in there just because they want to see what's going on. And they return over and over and over again because they come. They're like, this isn't scary. We can mm-hmm. feel safe. This show is cute. And that lady over there is funny on the microphone. Me, of course. No, but uh yeah, but no, I think I think Drag Race is great. So. Awesome, awesome. Now, what, as we go ahead and start wrapping this up, um, if you had an opportunity to go back in time and talk to your younger self, what do you think you would tell Young Genesis um, about the future? Hmm. I would tell me... That young me, I'm young now, but younger <laughs> me for sure. I would definitely advise myself to show who I am from the heart earlier on and maybe not be guarded just because of like, you know, how your childhood raises you. You know, we all, especially being gay people, you know, we go through something normally in mm-hmm. that time. And I think, you know, mine hardened me and it shouldn't have because I, enjoy being the light of the room and i should have allowed myself to do that uh sooner oh and probably not take you know seven years off in between each eoi time until most recently that'd probably be good (laughs) i said yes exactly because i'm like girl you take too much time too much time there was like seven years off from one and then there was like eight years off from one because i I remember because i I recorded uh, at the time i think i recorded the first time you you were on and yeah everything ever since so i've always remembered i'm like whatever happened to you there was some some other girls that also took time off and i'm like oh we're still waiting for y'all to come back but yeah um, yeah well I'm stuck with it now until forever. So y'all are getting yeah, me one way or the other. girl, if you do win, we working together for a full year. So you'll be talking to That's me fine. every day. No, I'm just kidding. That's fine. That's it's every other day. And I'm with goodies. <laughs> I send them in the mail. Well, here you go. Here's some nice things mm, good. Love me. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So um, I guess we're going to go ahead and put the put put this first interview to rest and put it to bed. Um, I want to thank you for um, coming on, and I really, truly appreciate you. Um, I look forward to seeing you on stage again. And um, yeah, uh, anything you want to say in closing? No, just your, other to than your audience. So yeah, well, well, I want to say it to you. Thank you mm-hmm. for um, you know having me on, especially being you know the first guest and everything. It makes me feel very nice, and I love you, and I appreciate you. So I thank you, you for the and you know enjoying genesis all right all right so thank you genesis and this has been the first episode of talk mess 2.0 we will see you soon